It is July 22nd, Friday, 10.37 p.m., and we got the news a few hours earlier on today that it officially became the end of an era for entertainment, the end for an era for sports entertainment, and an end of an era for American business because Vince McMahon has officially retired as CEO of the WWE, man. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> I didn't believe it when I first saw it. I thought yeah. it was fake news. I thought, you know, it's a slow day. The trolls are at it or whatever. And, it was a work. Uh, thought it was, it was a work. work. I thought it was a work. I thought that shit was a work. It might have been deleted or like a ha-ha never going to get me down kind of thing 30 minutes later. And then I just saw more news sites reporting it and, you know, quick Google news search pretty much confirmed it. So I was like, what the fuck? I guess this shit's real, man. Um, the me too era officially ended Vince McMahon. <laughs> man, yeah. man, man. That's the cold, hard truth uh, about it all, to be honest with you. Man, where do we start, brother? Where um, do we start? I think just just the news on itself and the impact. I'm not look. This is not the episode to go into the whole man's life and career. Uh, nope. That'd have to be a separate episode onto itself. And we would yep. definitely need Brandon's opinion on the whole thing as well. Yep. Um. So I guess <clears throat> let's just 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 the news itself, man. Just you know how you feel about it and mm. um. You know what I'm saying? How, how, how do you feel like WWE is going to be going forth, man? All right. So to answer your first question, like, my initial reaction, I thought it was a work. Like, I thought it was a situation where Vince McMahon was on Twitter saying, I'm out of here. And then on SmackDown tonight, we're going to get that scene out of the Wolf of Wall Street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, in, my head, in my head, I picture it as him walking out to the ring getting ready to give this speech the crowd please don't go mm. please don't go <laughs> you, you know the corny ass breath thank you Vince <laughs> thank you Vince like are you fucking kidding me right now thank you anyway <laughs> and then he, he stands in the ring and says I'm not leaving right yeah <laughs> <laughs> like like that in my head that's what i'm picturing what happened yeah because he, he was getting quick rating rating boosts when he did this couple appearances right. yeah is, is it i mean is it when we put it past vince mcmahon to say he's retiring on twitter and then come out to the middle of the ring tonight on smackdown just to say i'm not retiring like or say i'm coming out of retirement <laughs> exactly the same yeah. day he was reti- like I mean, we still got to get through tonight, mm-hmm. and I'm sure SmackDown probably already started and everything like that. I'm not watching that, but, you know, the way I feel about it is I can't really word it better than the way that you worded it. The end of an entire era of entertainment, professional wrestling, American business, it ends today, man. Vince mm-hmm. McMahon was kind of the last remnants of an era of American business where a corporation, a company, 
a business entity being synonymous with a single person, a single person being the face of a billion dollar empire. Vince mm-hmm. McMahon, in a lot of ways, outlasted everybody, bro. You know, you think about it, right? Walt Disney is a is a corporation. Mm-hmm. I, you know, rest in peace, Steve Jobs, obviously. Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg is probably one of the most hated people in the world for whatever reason, you know. Um, Elon Musk. Elon Musk is a very polarizing figure among, to some people, he's the, you know, the real life version of Iron Man in other circles. He's whatever. Exactly. You know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You don't see Jeff Bezos. He doesn't do public appearances. I don't know what Phil Knight looks like in real life. I don't know what some of these other titans of industry, at least in terms of American entertainment slash pop culture, look like. Vince McMahon was the last remnant of that era of one man being the face of everything that falls under that umbrella. We're not doing the career eulogy for Vince McMahon tonight, but it is the end of the era because a person like, I mean, for example, Stan Lee, you know, those types of people don't exist anymore in this mm-hmm. current era that we live in now. And we would be hard pressed to see many more people like that just based off of everything being smaller and more people being connected. Right. There no, that, be, that's totally true, man. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are going to be books written about this situation here um long story short though for the future of wwe i have no idea what that looks like i don't know what that looks like (laughs) 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 as as far as on screen is concerned you know i don't know i was kind of already casually observing world wrestling entertainment in the first place does knowing that Vince McMahon isn't going to be involved with it, does that change the way that I feel about that product? I don't know. You know, it remains to be seen how any of this is affected. You know, there's rumors of Monday Night Raw going back to TV 14 and all of that. But to me, I felt like that was damage control in the first place. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But, but, but let me get your take on that. I mean, you, you kind of elaborated on that a little bit earlier but like what's your take on this bro man it it is uh it is kind of weird you know it is like he you know at 77 years old we thought he was going to take it to the grave man mm-hmm. uh, just working this is this is the kind of individual who doesn't believe in days off you know monday through sunday hates taking time off this is that old school Americana business owner, you know? Um, and it, it really does seem like very old school, very old school. And this is definitely one of the last remnants of a person synonymous with a, with a brand, with a mm-hmm. company. Uh, you don't, like you said, you don't really see that often to me anymore, too much anymore. Marketing, wise they make us feel like you're a part of the company or we're all in this together and you know all this <laughs> this and that you know what i'm saying um but they don't really put the ceo in the limelight like that anymore vince nope. 
Love that shit. This is a man who would do anything for his business. Anything. Anything for his business. This guy would do it. This individual would do it. I'm not going to come up here and act like I'm this high business person. I'm not going to like critique him on his techniques and his, and his tactics and his ethics. But I, just from observation, this is a person who is willing to go through the links to do what was good for business. And, and to a certain extent, could not take it personally either after mm. some time. If the money was right, sure, I'd forgive you for this. Or sure, I can look past that. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. um, yeah, man. I, and for the future of, of I, again, I don't, me and myself, I don't really know what the hell that looks like. Like I'm, I, I barely listen to any wrestling podcast right now. Like, cause there's nothing really going on. I'm glad Bianca Belair is still champ. I'm, um, glad that Sasha Banks got up out of there. <laughs> she got up on there. You know, I'm happy for Liv, Liv Morgan too. I got, I got introduced to her like two years ago during the pandemic or whatever. But you know, I'm hoping Montez, uh, Montez Ford, you know, pops a little bit. But other than that, man, it's. You know, I'm not really plugged in right now like I, like I mm-hmm. was like a year and a half ago. So I don't think this is going to be the solution to make the product automatically better. You know, the fact right. we call it product instead of wrestling tells you the current state of what it is, you know. And, I, I, and I, to be honest, bro, it's been quiet. A lot of shit has been quiet since MJF kind of kind of did what he did, man. It's been, it's been yeah. relatively quiet mm-hmm. since, since then, but you know, we can get into that later on at, an, at another time, but um, right. yeah. I'm, I'm, I am going to say this here. Um, Tony Khan Fucking <laughs> 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 uh, Mark! <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. oh shit, go ahead. My bad, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, if there was ever a time for AEW to really try to like like jump out and make a splash with a, mm-hmm. with a major announcement, it needs mm-hmm. to happen very soon. Like, mm-hmm. like the, the AEW Ring of Honor streaming syndication on hbo max needs to happen very soon very soon but i agree if and whenever that happens we'll discuss that but this is the other thing that i wanted to think about here you mentioned like business acumen and and moves like that right right like even even though vince mcmahon might be walking away amid controversy amid less than favorable kind of circumstances to the fans of the product, he could come out on SmackDown tonight. No chance in hell. That could be the last time he, he makes a public appearance mm-hmm. on WWE television, right? Stands in the ring. You could fill out an entire two hours of SmackDown tonight with him standing in the ring and the fans shouting, thank you, Vince. And you grown-ass grown ass men, <laughs> grown-ass men in the front row of the aisle with tears in their eyes, bowing, bowing, bowing. I'm going to say this again. Grown ass men in the front aisle crying and bowing to Vince McMahon. That sounds fucking insane. 
It does. <laughs> it literally does. And for two That's hours, so- that shit would be straight popcorn entertainment. You're right yeah. about that. And, and okay, so, and, and I mean, we discussed this before. We said that the bad guys always win, right? Mm-hmm. So, to the listener out there, I really want to think. I really want us to think about this for a second. To the listeners out there, does a a seventy seven year old man who steps away amid whatever controversy steps away not only as a billionaire but steps away with a deal in place for his company to make bill- millions of dollars in Saudi Arabia from a government mm-hmm. that has been viewed as being less than favorable. Mm-hmm. which is not a secret a man who has survived the feds no sold the feds bro in the words of kevin nash okay. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no sold the feds oh shit no sold <laughs> ultimate poker face man ultimate oh bro listen listen the time is now the time is now to get the don't sell it Vince McMahon merchandise on public tees from the behind the scenes. Oh party. shit! I'll, I'll make that. I'll commission that this weekend, man. The time is now, brother. The time is now. I got my hoodie early. I'm gonna have to go ahead and cop a couple more once the travel. <laughs> once the once this travel voucher goes ahead and clears, bro. I gotta get a couple more of them, motherfuckers. But anyway, yeah, man. I gotta order one. I gotta order one, man. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But I'm saying that to say this: we said last year that the bad guys always win, right? It's not like he's stepping away from WWE and that company is in financial ruin. It's not like that on as far as the financial side and the money that they're making. They're leaving on a high. This isn't WCW in 2000 where it's a fucking dumpster fire. That deal with Peacock TV is still making money, bro. They still getting money from Fox. He's walking away from WWE at the highest point financially possible. In a position to not only in a position to possibly make more than that down the line whenever that company is actually sold. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The bad guys always fucking win, bro. What? The consequences... Oh, man, I got to get on Soapbox here. Oh, shit. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. We listening. Keep cooking, dog. Keep cooking. I think what, what, what we have to learn from this here is that, yes, depending on who you are and how long you stay around and how long you are in the eye of the public, bad behavior does have consequences, right? But in certain instances, that bad behavior can be outweighed by smart business decisions. Unfortunately, <clears throat> that's true. what it looks. That's what it looks like to me. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what it looks like to me. Vince McMahon was gonna end up. One of two things was gonna happen. He was either gonna die backstage in the gorilla position as they call it with a headset on or some of his bad deeds in the past were going to catch up with him this is par for the fucking course if he has to step away due to misconduct involving women and payoffs all this is is chickens coming home to roost for a lot of bad shit that we don't know about Mm mm-hmm 
<laughs> and also, it's not even like, like you said, it's not even like he's getting old. Like, you, if you feel good that he has to retire, thinking that he's leaving with the uh, tail tucked between his legs, nope. you're absolutely wrong. And I'm sorry <laughs> to hear that, say that to you, like, spill the truth, but he's leaving with more money in his pocket than ever before <laughs> at 77 years old. I mean, he might die of boredom, but he got the W in the end. You know what Man. I mean? Yes. <laughs> Let's be real. Like, you know what I mean? This is, this is, this is red-blooded American capitalism at its finest. Cutthroat. At its finest. Like, like literally cut through that last cutthroat businessman shit, man. Don't fuck with my boss because he he will bury you literally in a second. Like, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Again, like, what? <laughs> like, how do we, how do we view this? Like, yeah, he lost because he walked away from his company, but the motherfucker won because it's not like he, it's not like he's making a, a confession to doing any of the things that he was accused of doing. No, he's stepping away for the good of his company, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh man, like again, in the in the end, brother, the bad guys always win, man. Yeah. Man, that's guys, absolutely true. The bad guys always win. His kids, his grandchildren, his great grandchildren, the children of his great grandchildren will forever be in the pocket of American royalty slash riches mm-hmm. for the rest of their lives. The next for the next hundred years, anyone with the last name McMahon is going to go. have a oh man. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, it's I think, good to go, and the man's immortalized. You know, Vince McMahon is not. You know, when that time comes, when he does die, passes on, he's immortal. You know, uh, the work he's putting with the company, the on-screen presence, one of the greatest heels of all time, one of the greatest TV personalities of all time. If you really think about it, and what he yep. did with the Monday Night Wars, this guy is immortal. <laughs> He's gonna outlive all of us combined. Yes, you know? and, and and for the record, for the record, this is not the behind the scene podcast heaping praises upon a white billionaire American that allegedly took advantage of women. This is not mm-hmm. us heaping praise on this person. No, it is no. not a it is it is not a secret. It is not a secret that Vince McMahon is not a good person. But he never pretended to be a good person. So, you know, we can we can speak on him objectively because we know who we're talking about here. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We're just trying to lay it out in the realest way possible. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We're not trying to sugarcoat it. It is what we're saying has some true merit to it. He did walk away with billions of dollars. He did set his family right for another hundred years. He will be immortalized on television. And as a TV personality, you know, right? I'm saying that's, I'm not saying, yay, I'm not, I don't get excited over that. I'm not happy over that. It's just, that's, that's what it is. It doesn't <laughs> matter. I'm sorry to say this, but this is the truth here. Objectively, in my opinion, sorry, I'm not going to say that this, this is the truth because, you know, it remains to be seen, but this is what I'm going to say. It doesn't matter how many think pieces get written. Mm-mm. It doesn't matter. 
how many doesn't matter. None of that matters in the grand scheme because when Vince McMahon is no longer here, the WWE network, the WWE as a company, if they're sold, if they're still a family business, doesn't matter. That company is going to live on forever. Does not matter. It doesn't matter how many think pieces get written, how many surviving WWE documentaries get put out. Doesn't matter how many more, you know, unfortunately, if more situations arise that paint his behavior in a less than favorable light, it still doesn't matter. And that's why the bad guys always win. Yeah, man. That's shit. He 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 literally he didn't play by the rules, man. He he didn't, you know, there's questionable things he's done. It didn't matter. It, it doesn't matter your your Twitter, your Twitter feed or whatever, like your hit pieces, like you said. You can feel good about it writing those hit pieces. You can feel good about it. And I'm saying don't. You know, you feel free to do what you want to do, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's it's just it's not even it's like bullets not even reaching. First, first of all, what you're trying to hit is bulletproof. You know what I'm saying? You don't even have something that's sizable enough to do damage. Nope. And the bullets are not even going to reach. It's not even going to even reach the, the the target. You know what I mean? You may feel good pulling the trigger, thinking you're doing something, but you're not doing anything. You know, it's just nope. that's just the way he's built. Yeah, he built this company, man. Like, right. Like, did yeah. it matter? Did it matter? Did it matter when, when everybody knew that he supported Donald Trump in two presidential elections? Did that matter? Nope. Did any? Did anybody? All right, man. Listen, we're not going. All right. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, did it matter when he went to the steroid trial? <laughs> <laughs> nope. I mean, like, did anybody see Dark Side of the Ring? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> did it matter when he had Trish Stratus in a bra and oh. bikini barking like a dog and live on TV? No, sir. Nope. So, you know, and then the bad guys always win, bro. You yeah. The bad guys always win. I, I have a feeling. That this is like, bro, tonight is going to be a legendary night on YouTube. Wrestling podcasts on YouTube are going to eat very well. Yeah. For the next 48 hours, on YouTube, <laughs> bro. For the next 48 hours, man, like the wrestling channels on YouTube are just finna be fucking. Oh, man. Top 10 Vince McMahon moments of all time. Top 10 <laughs> Vince McMahon promos of all time. <laughs> Top 10 things you didn't know about Vince McMahon. <laughs> Top 10 Vince McMahon matches. <laughs> <laughs> Top 10 Vince McMahon sells. Mm-hmm. Top 10 Vince McMahon no sells. Right. Like, like <laughs> Top 10 Vince McMahon uh crowd reactions like oh, bro shit. the 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 algorithm <laughs> the, the, the algorithm is is cooked tonight cooked. On, on 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 YouTube bro. Oh, like <laughs> top 10 Vince McMahon family moments 
Top 10 Vince McMahon disrespecting Linda McMahon moments. Top 10 <laughs> Vince McMahon disrespecting <laughs> Stephanie McMahon moments. <laughs> Top 10 times Vince McMahon went too far. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, bro, I'm telling you. Like, <laughs> hey, what the... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh man, like for Top real, ten bro. times Vince McMahon buried a wrestler. Like, you know. <laughs> oh man, Vince McMahon's, Vince McMahon's top ten most ruthless aggression moments, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, bro, it could keep going. We could really keep uh, this going, here, bro. Top yeah. ten setbacks of Vince McMahon, <laughs> number one. Bret Hart punches Vince McMahon in backstage. <laughs> oh man! Ten reasons. Ten reasons why Bret Hart was right about this. Top ten wrestlers fired by Vince McMahon. <laughs> 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 Ten wrestlers, Vince McMahon still owes money. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Top 10 reasons why Vince shouldn't retire. <laughs> oh, man. Ten, oh, reasons. Ten, 10 reasons WWE still needs Vince McMahon. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh shit. <laughs> hey, y'all get your money, man. Y'all go get your money, man. <laughs> Hashtag don't sell it. <laughs> get your clicks, man. Y'all get your clicks, man. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, bro. Nah, that's the fact. Oh my goodness, bro. My man's hurt, bro. <laughs> oh man, my ribs hurt, bro. And on that note, let's get this on YouTube as quick as possible. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. We playing for keeps too, goddamn. <laughs> oh shit, bro. Yeah, y'all can cash up us. We'll give you our top ten Vince McMahon moments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit. Man. Top it 10 was... Vince McMahon business suits. <laughs> Top 10 Vince McMahon quotes. Oh my goodness. Top bro. 10 Vince McMahon wrestlers that he loved. Mm. Yeah, man. <laughs> 10 wrestlers that were Vince McMahon guys. Quote <laughs> <laughs> Top 10 wrestlers Vince McMahon hated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh shit! Oh shit, bro! Yo, oh, top man. ten titles Vince McMahon hated. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nah, this is this is funny because it's gonna be on YouTube, bro. Yep. We are for the, for the next six months, guaranteed. We are predicting the algorithm. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh man! <laughs> oh shit, bro! That's <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! That's some good shit, man. That's some good. Yeah. Shit, man. Uh, and we, we, we about to submit this shit tonight. Damn it! Yo, that's damn here tomorrow. Nah, bro, that's that's hilarious. But you, you got a good point, man. Hashtag don't sell it, bro. Like, yeah, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. Like. <clears throat> This is not a sad day in wrestling, but you know, AEW, AEW better. They they better tighten up, man. Shit, they better get MJF back on screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. They got to get that man. Like Tony Khan, listen, man, you were on the chopping block. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, listen. In, in one summer, dog, CM Punk got hurt. Daniel Bryan got hurt. <laughs> Like y'all on Tony Khan, brother, you on the chopping block right now, man. Holy I need, shit. I need, I need AEW to really, to really be out here, out here making some moves, bro. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> man, that shit is crazy, dog. Oh my goodness, bro. Hashtag don't sell it. Hashtag don't fucking sell it, man. Mm. <laughs> that's what, a good what? segment, man. That's 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 good. That's a good closer. <laughs> Damn, I gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, and, and now it's like, damn, I gotta go ahead and actually try to beat this fucking game now, bro. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I fuck with Kratos and all of that, but like, my man is fooled out here in this Norse, in this Norse mythology <laughs> uh, dimension or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't give a fuck about you being no Spartan, my nigga. Like, you out here getting, you, I'm out here getting waxed. On this motherfucker, bro. Like for real, for real. Yeah, that shit is difficult, man. And um, I, I just remember I had to replay a couple of sections just trying to fucking get through these. Mo- I don't feel high and mighty as uh, you know, like like I used to. <laughs> no, not at all. I don't. I feel like the. I feel like I'm the underdog here in some of those those spots. And um, you know, I'm not sure that's intentional. You know, Kratos getting he is getting a little old. You know what I mean? He, you know, he's getting a little <laughs> bit older now. Right, you know, but it it had me thinking, man. Like, it it really had me thinking, bro. I don't think that we appreciated TC Carson as Kratos like the way that we should have. That that man voiced Kratos. I want to say, okay, three, four console games, and then two PSP games on top of. I think some voice work on Soul Calibur and mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat as well. Like, bro, TC Carson was the fucking man, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. Like, Christopher Judge voicing Kratos is okay, but I don't know. Like, does it hit a little bit different? With, with a think, different yeah. Yeah, I, I think it does hit differently. I think it helps that this is like a new iteration of Kratos where he's older. He's more like jaded than ever before. He's more like wiser and more contained. So it helps that it's a new version with a new voice actor. But you're right. It isn't quite the same as it was before, man. Like I almost <laughs> equivalent like TC Carson's voice to Kratos, like 
James Earl Jones to Darth Vader, you know, in the video game sense, like it's that those two are really so tied together, man. Like you, you felt that beef. You felt that hatred. Felt you felt that hatred, man. When he's like, it's like you felt that shit. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta get this motherfucker, yo. We can't. My man suffering. He 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 got this anger that will not go away till this kill comes through. God of War three. You know what I'm saying? What did he tell? What did he tell Zeus? You will not see the end of this day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, 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 for real, bro. Like, yeah, I don't, man. I like the video game awards for however long. That's still a thing, man. They need to do like a voice actor video game Hall of Fame, man, and TC oh, yeah. Carson. T.C. Carson is one of them dudes that needs to be on that motherfucker, bro. Like, <laughs> Mighty power of the gods, what have oh, I become? My. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man. He, 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 they, there needs to be a voice acting all of it. I'm not sure there is for regular animation or anime or whatever, but there needs to be one for, for video games for, for damn sure. Um, and T.C. Carson, definitely. I induct him First year ballot. Uh, this ain't gonna be like baseball, ain't major league, man. This is an easy voting. Yeah, you know what I'm dog. saying <laughs> no like, gatekeeping on this shit. Straight up and down, man. I was really just thinking about that last night because I'm playing the game, and you know, it's so, like if if we it's okay that we got an older version of the character. That's cool, but you know, I had to listen. I had to go back to the game tapes, man, and really <laughs> listen. To the to the to the voice acting, it's like, yo, this this guy right here, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's certain voices, like you said, that just become synonymous with a character. Same as um, I would put David Hayter as Solid Snake in that same category. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're just, and I think video game voice acting. I don't even know how this became a topic, but fuck it, let's rock with it. Oh yeah, man. I think. The era of gaming, like the 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 PS2 era of gaming, is kind of where we got into that. Like, mm-hmm. I think we we kind of took it for granted. Like some of the voice acting that took place in some of these games, like fucking movie stars were doing voice work for video games during that era. I mean, they still do it now, but it's like I don't know. I feel like we took it for granted a little bit. On top of some of these great performances by, you know, T.C. Carson. Um, T.C. Carson, David Hayter, even going yeah, to... Know, Charles, Charles Martinet, Mario voice actor. Right, that, right. That shit's synonymous, yeah. like Mickey Mouse voice actor. You know, you hear the voice, you know who the hell the character is. You don't even need to see it. Man, like, that's, that's a fact right there, bro. But, man, I don't know, bro. Like, they need to do something in this next God of War to where, like... Young Kratos meets old Kratos, and we get that Spider-Man meme moment. We need that in God of War. <laughs> we, we need that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We, we need that, bro. The culture, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. what, whatever the culture is, needs, needs that kind of moment, man. Just one boss battle. You have him face his, old, his younger, angrier self. You know, you know the the, men, the whole mental spiritual battle battle thing. Right. Hire TC Carson back for one one scene, one fight, one boss battle. Put in the middle of the game, 
I think, man, like we we go we go buck wild for that shit, man. Well, and, and like prime example, you know, Dragon Ball Super kind of did like a little minor fan service in one of the filler episodes where um, I don't even remember it. I don't remember what the fuck it was. Like it was like a like a purple ooze that was going mm-hmm. around cloning everybody. Oh yeah, I remember that shit. And, and the clone Vegeta was voiced by Brian Drummond, who was the voice of Vegeta on the Ocean Dub. Hey, rest in peace to the Ocean Dub. Ocean <laughs> <laughs> Shit held us down for years, baby. <laughs> hey, nah, that's that's real. Uh, fun, all bro. these guys talk about it's over nine thousand to Chris Sabat, man. Y'all don't know shit, man. Like he was not the first one to say nah, that shit. Nah, come on, it wasn't, no? it wasn't there for that, bro. Nah. They wasn't there for that. Like people, <laughs> but I mean, again, they they paid like great fan service to the Ocean Dub by having Brian Drummond in there. Like only the insiders really knew who that really knew what was going on would be like oh shit like that's that's vegeta talking to vegeta but it's like you know i mean it'd be it'd be that'd be a nice touch if they could do that with the next god of war man i'd I'd be on board with damn right man i'd be down for that shit too man um i i'm just man i'm wondering how they're gonna i don't know how they're gonna set this one up because it's on both consoles i'm surprised Mm -hmm. it's on both yeah, but they be they definitely be missing out on sales because who the fuck can buy a PS5 right now anyway? So they would be missing out on those if they only did it for the five exclusive. But um, but I uh, mean, you bring a good a good point. I um, honorable mention, man. Uh, who do you think on the female side, man? Some some female characters for voice acting. Uh this is kind of tough, man. Uh that's kind of tough because. I really got to think about this here, man. Damn. I mean, I, I got a, I got a nomination. It's not very. I think it's iconic, but the lines not too many lines said. I'll, I'll say Chun Li. I say Chun Li got a, a, an iconic voice. I agree with that. Um, in the more modern era, I would say um, you never really got into Mass Effect, right? No, no. But I know that that's a very story oriented. I know they probably have some good voice acting in that shit. Okay, so. It's the voice actress for the female Shepherd, and I'm gonna look this up here real quick because I don't want to mm-hmm. mess up the name. But like the <laughs> Jennifer Hale, there we go. She is like Jennifer Hale is like probably one of the greatest female voice actresses ever in video games. She's been in like she's probably the female equivalent of like a Nolan North or a Troy mm-hmm. Baker, right? So she's mm-hmm. been. And a lot of like big name franchises, but she would be iconic with the character of Shepard in part because the voice work that she did for that character, like, damn near surpassed what the male actor did for that same character. Like, if you get on YouTube and look at a voice comparison of the way that some of those lines were delivered, she smoked my man, she smoked (laughs) as Commander Shepard. Yeah, that's that's definitely iconic. If they ever bring back Mass Effect, which, you know, EA Sports or EA Games, excuse me, Mm -hmm. probably won't do it justice. I'd say that's an honorable mention as well, bro. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. for damn sure. For damn sure, man. Um, Maybe Cortana. Halo. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. 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 Um, Anything else? Um, 
To be honest, that's a little bit more tougher. Laura Croft should have... You see, modern age, she has a different voice for like every game. It doesn't really right. sound the same, so it's not really uniform with her. Um, I say Nolan North mm-hmm. as uh as Nathan Drake in Uncharted. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. Even though like some people love it, some people don't. But I got on the Uncharted pretty late. But I say I say that's that's definitely Hall of Fame worthy, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that I knew. The voice actor's name for John Marston and Red Dead Redemption and Red Dead Redemption 2, bro. Like, I wish mm. that I knew that guy's name. And I know that that was a great character and a great performance because the end of Red Dead Redemption 2, your plan is John Marston. Like, they literally bring him back as a playable character. Like, that has to be the sign of a good, you know, a good. I'm, I'm not going to say voice actor because now it's like character performance damn near, right? Right, right. So so I, I put him up there too, man. But it's an interesting topic. I think that's something that, that requires a little bit more attention than, than what we get. But the video game awards, you know what I'm saying? The guy, what's his name? Jeff Keighley? That's his name? Yeah, Jeff Keighley, I think is his name. They, they, need, to, they need to do a, a, a video game like voice actor Hall of Fame at those awards, bro. Mm. Like that that's something that needs to happen last year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that that needed to happen last year. We need that. Charles Martinet should be the first person inducted yep. into the video game actors hall of fame, bro. You know what I mean? Yes, like sir. think about it. Bro, like that's the same abbreviation. VGA video game awards, video game actors, like Mm-hmm. That shit writes itself. Why? Why are we not getting paid for this? Man? I don't know, man. We we need to be in this fucking industry, dude. <laughs> the, the VGA Hall of Fame is like, you know, I don't know if I'm if this is the liquor and I'm butchering this, but like that's almost a double entendre. Damn yeah. near, right? Like, what the fuck? Video game voice? Come on, man. All right. Anyway. Come on. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll we'll make the Twitter. I'll have to make a behind the scenes Twitter account and tweet him something. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, man, yeah, shout out, shout out to T.C. Carson, bro, because yeah, like, like God of War, it, it really, it really had me thinking about some shit, man. But that game is just too fucking hard, bro. Yeah, man, <laughs> put that shit on easy mode, man, and just, just enjoy it, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Man, this time. Alright, bad, bad, bad. Shit, blame the liquor. Alright, so... <laughs> oh, you got it, brother. Yeah, man. Alright, I'm in the theater, about to watch Note, and Nicole Kidman comes on. She's doing the AMC promo about movies, Transformers to another dimension, and storytelling, and this and this and that. Yep. And I'm looking around the theater. It's packed, you know, opening weekend for Note. I looked at the trailer. I'm just thinking, like, yo, Anna Nicole, like, Nicole Smith don't have to tell me shit, man. Like, <laughs> Nicole Kidman don't have to tell me shit, bro. I was there in the pandemic, man. I was there. I was there when that shit was in ruins, man. Like, that might have been Nick. Y'all wasn't there when New Mutants came out. That theater was empty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Y'all wasn't there when yes, Terry came out. When Christopher Nolan dropped the fucking Haymaker, 
with John David Washington and Robert Pattinson with this mind fuck of a movie called Tenet. Nobody like was the there. match. Like nobody the match, was brother. there, bro. Like nobody the was fucking there. I went to see more. I paid to see Mortal Kombat. Y'all saw that shit in HBO Max. I was in the fucking nope. cinema. I was Kong in that versus, shit. Like the movie says, nope. <laughs> Kong versus Godzilla. Hey, I went oh, to go see Oh, man. Yep. I went to go see King Kong. That, okay, that, was, that? that was movie. That was movie worthy. That was like watching. Quiet. That was a heavyweight boxing match of two kaiju. Oh, oh, Come on, quiet, quiet place too. Go ahead. Uh, I, go fucked, ahead. I fucked up. I didn't see that shit. I didn't see that one. I didn't see that go one. Ahead, yeah. oh, go you ahead. were there. You was there. Quiet place too. Yeah. You was there. Fucking yes, Space Jam, Green Knight, fucking Black <laughs> Widow. I was there. Zola. Zola. <laughs> you know what uh, I mean. Uh, what's the one you went to see on Wonder Christmas? Wonder Woman '84. I was in there. Like, IMAX. You went to go shit. see Wonder Woman? Yeah, listen, I went to see Wonder Woman, bro. bro. Listen, bro. We're true hey, to this. Brother said, "Brother say, give me my flowers." Listen, uh, I punched my card. I, I punched my Hunter? pandemic card. Oh Monster shit, Monster! I was there. Y'all weren't there. Damn, I saw that shit. Monster Damn. Hunter. Damn, reclining seats, AC. Cold as a bitch. Should have brought my blanket, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Keep cooking, brother. Keep cooking, man. Shit, y'all wasn't there. You know what I mean? What else, man? Sean Chi? I was in that motherfucker. I saw that shit. I wasn't going to miss saw that. Sean T. I okay, saw you Sean saw T. that. Fast 9? I was in there. I, 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 I went to see that shit, too. Uh, yes, sir. Keep cooking. Keep cooking. Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah, I could have stayed home, watched that shit in HBO Max, but nah, man, I went to I went to the cinema to get that theater experience, man. So mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman, she had to tell me shit, man. I was there, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, thirty second promo, man. I'd be like, fuck this promo, man. I, I'm, I'm down with it, man. I'm a fucking purist, man. I'm I'm about this fucking life, man. Like y'all weren't there, man. Like this whole theater's crying. Like y'all literally. A year ago, I thought this shit was about to be fucking done for. Like, yep. real talk, man. Like, do fucking said, play colors at the DM Cinema, man. Like, I really <laughs> thought that shit was about to be done, man. So, I don't know. I was just thinking that shit, bro. That's that's all I got, man. I was just thinking that shit. I was like, man, I don't need no promo, man. I'm a purist. I'm about this life, man. It, it is uh-huh. what it is, man. That pandemic viewing is unique. Oh, Not anyone is going to say that shit, man. Listen, dog. It it goes it goes deeper than that, man. Like, nigga, look, dog. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, man. Talk that talk, that. man. Listen, man. Veterans Day weekend. I drove twenty minutes away from the AMC that's closer to my house just to pay less to get a ticket to see the Eternals. And me and my mm. wife were the only two people in the theater. Mm. In the theater. In the theater. A couple days after the Eternals came out, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. this is this is this is some true shit right here. This is coming from a place of actually giving a fuck about how it feels to be in a movie theater when a movie comes out. I'm in mm-hmm. complete agreement with you, bro. Because yesterday, uh, like yesterday, less than 24 hours, man. I'm in the theater. I'm, you know what I mean? Me and um, me and my guy Vang and his uncle, we're in the theater, right? This guy is sitting in the same aisle as us. I don't know if he was high, if he was drunk, but he was twisted out of his fucking mind, bro. Completely oh. twisted out of his fucking mind, dog, right? We sitting there. He's like, hey, guys, I'm going to the bar. You guys want anything? Right? Vang's uncle is like, no, nah, we're good, bro. Oh, okay. 
This motherfucker goes to the bar, comes back with a bucket of Corona beer and I like dang a bucket, bro, like a hand, like a hand bucket before. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, oh, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, four, shit. Four Corona beers on ice, bro. Talking about, hey, man, what the fuck did this guy say? He said, hey, do you guys, be- I don't know if you guys believe in saints, but you know, here, you know, here, we got four beers on ice and the, and the tops are already popped on them. It's like, motherfucker, the movie is playing right now. Like, what are you doing right now, bro? Like, like, serious. We're 20 minutes, we 20 minutes into the fucking movie, and you're not even Everybody in this theater can hear you telling us that you went to the bar to get us beers that have already been cracked. Like, I'm not about to sip on this beer, motherfucker. Like, I didn't even ask for this. Like, what do I look like cracking open a beer that I didn't ask for? And not even mm-hmm. like, would y'all sip a beer that somebody like? Come on, bro! Like, what are we doing? No, oh, man. You, you you know it's funny that you bring this up because this is the perfect time for me to tell this story. Uh, when I was in Baltimore, I went to go see the Batman while I was there, and mm-hmm. um, I uh, I went to this weird movie theater. I've never been. Well, I've never seen a movie theater like this in my life. We, me and my buddy, get in there and we're sitting down. There's a full ass big ass camera in the movie theater. And this theater looks old. Like it looks like 1999 old. The carpet is old. The bathrooms look like shit. Mm. And it, it just looks terrible. It looks like it hasn't been remodeled in two close to three decades. So we're watching the movie and everything's fine except for this couple. That sit up here and talked d- during the like first the whole, five minutes. Whole movie, right? No, first five minutes of the movie, and then they stop, and then they leave and get out, out and don't come back. But the weirdest thing happens. I'm sitting up here watching the movie all the way from up top. There's like a corner. Somebody takes a picture of a scene of the movie. I go, "What the fuck?" Right. Like, and I turn my head, head like I said it so loudly too. I didn't mean to, but it's like, you don't expect that shit to happen. And then yeah, he bro. does it again five minutes later. What I was like, hell? what the hell? I'm all like, no wonder why they have cameras here. They must have people bootleg all the oh, time. See, and it's deeper than that. And Donovan, I'm glad you brought this up because they weren't there, bro. They weren't no, there. They weren't and, there and, and two years later, you know, two years later, I think movie theater etiquette has taken a steep decline, bro. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. In terms of where it was in 2019. You know what I'm saying? In terms of where it was in 2019 up to now, movie theater etiquette has just taken a steep fucking decline. And I don't like it, bro. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't like it, man. And my man that was in the theater, like, what the fuck was your problem, bro? Like, like, nigga, we told you we didn't want anything from the bar, and you come back <laughs> with a bucket full of beer that's already open. Like, are you fucking tripping? Like, I'm not drinking this shit. Like, are you, like, what? You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't just him that was talking in the movie theater, but I agree with you, Donovan. They wasn't there for that, bro. They wasn't there for that. And, you know, for, for, for the people out there that are going to the theater, tighten the fuck up, man. Tighten up, bro. T- tighten up, man. Cause I'm not, I'm not feeling this shit, bro. I'm, I'm not feeling it, bro. Y'all agree with that, or am I just sounding like a dickhead right now? 
No, I agree with that, man. In fact, when theaters first opened, they were talking about people taking their damn shoes off a lot and sticking their man. feet out and hitting people's uh, back of the chairs and shit. So they didn't know how yeah. to act. They've been quarantined mm-hmm. for like a year and a half, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, even even yesterday, a note, man. Like, I'm I'm walking again to my seat. And I'm just smelling some body odor, man. I'm like, damn. Oh, hell no. Like, yo, ain't, ain't someone showered today in a, in a few days or some shit, yo. Like, I'm smelling this shit on my way to my seat. I'm like, please, God. Please, don't let this shit be near me when I'm watching this oh, movie, man. man. Luckily, that shit man. passed, man. That shit didn't settle where I was at, man. I'm walking along like, yo, please don't let me smell this shit for another two hours while I'm in here, man. Like, come on, man. Put some spray. Ag spray, I don't know, perfume, <laughs> something, man. Y'all, y'all gotta mask that shit, man. I, I don't go to the theater and smell Kong Funk, man. Like, like these Smash players at these anime conventions, man. Like, oh, oh, you see, oh. we might gotta bleep that out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I, and I countered, I countered one once, man. And you might have to bleep it, that out, bro. I, I almost didn't believe it. And I almost addressed the guy too, but luckily he walked away. If he was there for like another minute, I would have full on just went off on him. Man, oh man. So with that <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying y'all go to theaters, watch you know, that shit makes me wanna like, oh, yo, man. this shit needs to be a red carpet experience, man. Get your shirt and tie and fucking go, man. Like I, that, I that's the kind of stuff that makes me want to upgrade. <laughs> no, no shoes, I, no service, no uh, no deodorant. Uh, man. Chill. Wash I, your ass before you go to <laughs> right. I, I I just I just hit my two drink minimum, bro. On a Sunday. <laughs> oh man. Oh, oh man, dude. That that is that's my rent, man. That it is what it is. Oh, but dude. I'm like, yo, man. I, I'm I'm a purist, man. We 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 listen, for the man. culture. We for the art of it, man. Mm-hmm. Listen, nobody can ever doubt that you are for the culture, bro. We did a in-depth review of the New Mutants, bro. Like, you went to the theater and spent your hard-earned dollars <laughs> on a movie that less than 100 people have actually seen in real life. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't, oh, ever, don't, don't, ever, don't, don't ever question the credibility of the behind-the-scenes podcast, man. Don't ever do that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag <laughs> blame the liquor. Listen, listen, listen. Blame the liquor was spawned, was born out of the review for the new mutants. That's where blame the liquor was born, bro. But you know what I'm saying? I got I got some shit to get off here real quick. Too, All right, cool. Let me- D. Smith, I want to ask you about something real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because I was just thinking about this today, man. Mm-hmm. Okay, how you feel about like comedy, bro? Because I'm I'm thinking about this now, and nobody's fucking funny anymore. Hey, Bill Burr's special was good, but Bill Burr, that, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, and I was, I I, 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 I yeah. watched some of it. I need to finish watching it. It was great. The okay. stuff I've seen. Like right but before yeah, no one, mm-hmm. oh, my bad. Sorry, Go ahead. Uh, oh, yeah, but it. I agree with you. No, no, nobody. These new comedians. Uh, I, I, I don't like doing this because it makes me sound like an old damn man. 
But these new comedians ain't even funny. Like, they put their best jokes in their trailers, and then even then it's like, eh. Okay. I, I laughed a little bit. I, I chuckled, but I, it wasn't like, ha-ha, funny. Right. But yeah, so, I agree with you. And, and this is the thing here, man. Like, and me and Donovan kind of, like, lightly talked about this last year. Mm-hmm. Um, very briefly. We didn't, we didn't discuss it too heavily. But, um, and it's funny you mentioned Bill Burr, because, like, earlier today, literally today, I was on YouTube, and I looked at, like, a 12-minute video of him just dogging the shit out of, out of uh, some fans in Philly that was booing. Oh, yeah. Know? Oh, God. That Philly one? <laughs> where, he, where he literally, like, he's saying how many minutes he has left? I have as he four, just talks yep. mad, as he talks mad shit about Philly. <laughs> he said he said four minutes left, and I will be and I will be selling my CD after this, like that kind of shit, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm I'm thinking about this, man. Like comedy in general, like nobody's fucking funny anymore, bro. Mm-hmm. All of like, and to me, social media comedy has never been funny either. I've never really been too entertained by social media comedy you know what i mean tiktok clips and that kind of shit i have Mm -hmm. but it's dumb stuff and even then it's only good one time well i mean that's fine i just i i've just never been entertained by social media comedy Mm -hmm. for whatever reason i just haven't because a lot of it it's dumb bro well, and, and like you said, you made a good point when you said, like, you can't rewatch it because a lot of it is trapped in the algorithm. A lot of it is trapped and contained to whatever era, whatever minute, whatever hour it's being released. There's nothing that you can go back. Like, I mean, just think about how much shit was fu- like you, you look at some shit from 2016. Now you'd be like, why the fuck did I laugh at that? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Some some old jokes. They, they're they so but, dated that they're not funny anymore. But the thing is, it's not even that they're jokes, though. They're not... I, I don't know. I guess... I feel they're like... Not, they're not hitting. They're not, they're, not, they're, not, they're not structured and told like traditional jokes that have um, exactly. lasting power or gravitas. You know? They're, they're, they're just word. only in the heat. They're only there in the heat of the moment, and that's it. Maybe a little bit long. Yeah, only only for like six months. (laughs) Oh, and I mean that's not to, and I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to shit on anybody that that's doing their thing because you know there's, um, you know there's some guys on YouTube that that can put some shit out that's that that'll make you that'll make you laugh, but that's Mm -hmm. few and far between. There's only a couple people that have mastered the art of skits. That are actually funny, bro. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And, and, and that and that that has a lot to do also with like sketch how sketch comedy is now. Who the fuck is still watching Saturday Night Live other than well, a couple not, of bits? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just no no no. I'm just saying just in general that whole format it isn't even as close as it used to be. You know? Well, it's, it's, but I think it has less to do with the format though. The for- it has less to do with the format and more to do with the content placed mm-hmm. within that format. Saturday, like that's the issue there. Sketch comedy is fine. You know what I mean? There's people that do sketches on YouTube. The the one brother, 
And I'm, I'm messing up his name, but the, the one brother, like, oh, man, what's my man's name, bro? Y'all know who I'm talking about, man. Is it the guy with the other brothers that be doing them skits? It's a big group. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. NBA, anime, all that. Absolutely. RCDC world. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely. Like, that's, I mean, those are sketches. And, and like, for the most part, I'm entertained by that. Like, I don't mm-hmm. feel that, I feel that they write those sketches, number one, with a certain level of, it's again, it's not going to be, I'm not going to look at this from a highbrow perspective, but they know what they're doing. It's not mm-hmm. bullshit that they're putting out on YouTube. It's not bullshit. It's written and they put this out with a level of care that shows you that they know what they're doing, at least in my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that, that's how I look at that. There's another guy that I didn't think, I didn't think dude was all that funny to begin with, but he actually kind of, Kind of makes me laugh a little bit too, man. But I don't remember his name. Fuck. This is what happens when I when I start drinking. But <laughs> long story short, and I'm glad you, you're back in on here, Donovan. Like, I just don't know. Like, to me, like, nobody's fucking funny anymore, bro. Nobody is actually funny anymore. Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, D.L. Hughley. Like, yeah, those are the guys that make me laugh. But I'm more entertained now going back, listening to Paul Mooney and checking out clips of Patrice O'Neal. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't, I don't, am I reaching what I'm saying here? Because Donovan, we no. touched on it briefly last year, but like my feelings on this haven't changed. Have your feelings on it changed? Not necessarily. It hasn't really changed. I mean, I've, I've been actually strangely on a Patrice O'Neal kick too, just not even a stand-up. Yeah. He, he did like a radio show talking about movies, yep. Liam Nielsen, mm-hmm. uh, comedies, like just 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 podcasting essentially. On With radio those show. two other guys, yeah, yeah, the names right now, yeah, Opie, Opie oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah. That's the name. Bro, I, he was the, I miss that he, era. That that stuff yeah, was. He funny. was the star. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. Patrice O'Neill was the star of that show, bro. Easy, mm-hmm. easy. Yeah, yeah. He's the reason why I even click on the, uh, the damn video. But oh, yeah. I think it's. I think it's just we are kind of in the most we're so overwhelmed with content with, with information uh-huh. that we have probably the the least amount of short attention span for human like beings ever like I think it's the jokes yep. and the comedy being delivered is for instant quick gratification and not for longevity it's stupid I got to work on the next joke for tomorrow's skit. I got to work on the next skit for tonight. I got to work. I just That's have to keep, point. I got to just keep building it and, and just tossing it out there because I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I've heard film festivals. Now they used to do like 10 minute films. Now they're, they're doing three minute films now. Are you they're kidding doing, me? I'm not kidding you. They're doing three. There's three minute film, five minute film. Now entries. Everyone's attention span has shortened. They just want you to get okay. to the point. Get to the point. Get to the point. You that's know? a good point. No, that's, and, that's and I think, that, I think that they're reflecting that those changes in our attention span. I mean, look at Instagram. Look at Facebook doing uh, reels. Doing um now reels and shit like trying to imitate YouTube, trying to imitate the TikTok thirty second one minute uh you know formula. Like it's just kind of a thing of our times. We have short attention spans, okay. and the comedians have to deliver quick pops to stay on top of, like you said, the algorithm or stay on top of, of everyone's name, you know, everyone's mouth but, with but, their attention. Okay. 
But this is what I was going to say, though, right? I don't think, respectfully, I don't think any of the people, and again, respectfully, because I don't know what it's like. I am a, I am a light content creator. You know what I'm saying? I don't consider myself a content creator. I consider myself <laughs> to be a co-host of this podcast. But I'm not a, I'm not a content creator, right? I don't know right. what it's like to rack my brain to try to figure out the thing that's going to go viral or any of that. Because fuck that. Like, that sounds... T- that sucks. That sounds like it would suck, right? Oh, shit, dude. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. And that that's definitely uh, a wormhole I don't want to go into for other oh, yeah. venues, but it seems oh, yeah. to be Another, the case, you know? But, but what I was going to say is that I don't think that certain people who are funny on Instagram or TikTok funny or good at these skits, I don't think they could get on the stage and not die. <laughs> I don't think that they can actually exactly. get on. I don't think that they can get <laughs> on a stage and tell jokes and not die. The, most mm-hmm. comedy, the, the comedy in what it is that they would do on stage would be in seeing them go on stage and fucking die. Like, and I'm saying that respectfully, but I'm not saying anything that we don't already know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think, um, <laughs> like, it's funny that you say that. I think Godfrey said something a year or two back about how mm-hmm. a guy from, I think, Instagram actually got a comedy special and he bombed or something, something to that degree. And he bombed real hard and mm-hmm. was just, he, 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 was, he was dying out there, bro. Just like you said. And that was the comedy right there. <laughs> that was that right? And that was the entertainment. The source of entertainment didn't come from this person being on stage telling stories that actively engage the crowd and build up to a punchline. No, like motherfucker the punchline was seeing you get up on stage and, and fucking drown, looking like you didn't know what the fuck you were doing. You know what I'm saying? Like that's where that comes in at, right? But I don't think I, I don't know, man. I, I take listen, I don't know how y'all are in real life. I'm a pretty serious guy, man. You know what I'm saying? I take I think I take myself and my life a little bit too seriously. But I know when something's funny and when it's not funny, bro. Like I'm not I'm not too much of an asshole to not laugh at something when it's fucking funny, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to laugh at something that's not funny, bro. I'm not doing that. <laughs> if, I don't, if I don't get the joke, if I don't get the joke, I don't get the joke. But if it's not funny, it's not because I'm an asshole. It's because it's not fucking funny, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, man. Yeah, I mean, speaking of what you mentioned with Godfrey, you mentioned, I think also social media has enabled access to the masses. I've seen a lot of social media comedians with sketch guys. I've been seeing them land some, some deals with Comedy Central. I've been seeing them go from doing YouTube, Instagram, TikTok stuff to doing the full-fledged kind of mini shows or being part of a show on Comedy Central. Like, you know, right. now you don't, you don't have to go to the Laugh Factory in, in, in LA or the comedy club in New York City to kind of- Get ran up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my bad, brother. I'm sorry. You don't got to get ran off stage ten times before 
you hit your stride, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. I don't need to go on stage at the Apollo. I can just post something on TikTok and I can reach more of an audience potentially. You know what I'm saying? Like that, those days and age have gone. And I think this is just kind of like the repercussion of having instant access and having yourself accessible to millions millions of people on a device but it doesn't translate on stage or it doesn't translate in person or even the platform comedy some of the comedy is perfectly made for 10 seconds 20 seconds 30 seconds one minute but to do a whole stand-up show or to do a sketch sketch uh like snl or the Chappelle show when you're not used to that there could be some definitely i'm not saying they all fail at it there's some who are successful but it is a little bit of a gray area when we're in this kind of, uh, kind of this new era of comedy of those who are unafraid, and then also those who are playing by the rules, and those who are who are using their platforms in a way to, um, in a way to catapult their career. Um, what's the guy's name? Kev on stage on Facebook. Like, I enjoy his stuff, and I think he does well uh, for his stand up as well. And that's one of those guys who. Honest, honest, true, good comedians. I find his shit funny. I find his commentary funny. And he was able to go on tour and to have like almost a brand and have hire other comedians and makes a living out of it now because of social media. I think that's one of the greatest examples Mm -hmm. of how it can really help you in your craft and help you as a comedian to get out there and make a career out of your hobby or out of your passion. So. It's a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword, man. It, it definitely is, um, especially for us who are older and I guess, you know, who kind of are used to it one way or just not feeling the way that certain comedians now have to perform, you know? It, it, but I don't know, bro. Like, <laughs> I okay, sidebar, right? What What people who are actually comedians in the sense of people who do stand up, would you actually like be willing to take time out of your day to, to watch? You know what I'm saying? Because I can name, I want, there's maybe five, five living people who are still alive right now that I'd, you know, be interested to see on stage, bro. And this oh, isn't a time. Go to a show in person? Yeah. And not even, okay. even, just to even watch what they are saying. Because, okay. you know, I'd be interested in what they got to say. Think about the people who fucking flamed out, bro. Like, what happened to Carlos Mencia? What happened to him? Uh, he got caught stealing <laughs> jokes. <laughs> right. Like, I was going to say, I don't know if you want to bring that up, bro. <laughs> 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 Joe, Rogan, yeah. Joe Rogan almost threw him in the damn ring. Yo, and I'm ass. not... And look, I'm not I'm not even trying to shit on Carlos Mencia because I don't have that man's bank account. He's getting nah, that nah. Disney, he's getting Disney Plus money right now. Fuck mm. going on stage, right? Right, right. <laughs> but what happened to Carlos Mencia? Did he really just get ran out of town yes. by Joe Rogan and George Lopez? Uh, a, really? a, lot, a lot of comedians th- dragged his name through the mud. He came they back did, oh, and did a couple of specials, but they weren't that good. I mean, okay. they were okay. All right. What happened to? Uh, I mean, did anybody think Dane Cook was actually funny at any point in time? I, oh, I, did, man. I, did, I did in middle school, bro. <laughs> don't judge me. Don't judge Dan me. Cook. I did in middle school. Oh God! <laughs> don't 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 judge me. Hey man. <laughs> Yo, hey, he, a few he, of those jokes still hold up though. The, the BK <laughs> the BK lounge still holds up. <laughs> 
Dan fucking Cook, dude. I I could not rock with him. I just couldn't. It's not like I don't I, I, like I, white comedians. I, I don't have like it's just I just couldn't fuck with Dan Cook. Hold on, Donovan. Like, did y'all really like? Did anybody really rock with that, bro? I I, I did in middle school, bro. I, <laughs> I did in, in middle school. I was immature and stu- <laughs> and and I was stupid enough. Me and my homeboy, we were stupid enough to be listening to Dan Cook. <laughs> a few of his things were actually pretty decent, but not a lot of oh, it. Is. Man. I know somebody I mean, did a sketch on him, and like years ago, someone did a sketch of him, like just <laughs> imitating him. And I, I, I got embarrassed because it was right on point of how stupid he was. Uh, and bro, yeah. he had he had the movies, he had the commercial. Yo, Dan Cook was untouchable back in. Bro, he was sell- he was selling out arenas. Like what, what he was selling out arenas. Um, he he got what caught happened? stealing jokes. He got caught stealing jokes. Oh, and oh okay. His Didn't brother he stole. Shit? My yeah, bad. he Go stole ahead. a couple. He stole a couple of jokes. I think from Louis C.K. Um, uh, his brother ran went off. His brother ran off with his money, and he he hasn't really bounced back or recovered since then. He does a little small, a couple of small gigs, but nothing too big. All right. So okay, I mean. <laughs> Because uh, I thought, didn't he steal some shit from Joe Rogan? He might have. He might have. I, mean, I know he did from Louis C.K. And there was, I mean, there was, look, there was hey, a hey, battle hey, over that. Hey, hey, and D. Smith, my man, like, like, see, like, Donovan, you're going to have to bleep out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't have the, dis- we don't have a disclaimer. We don't have, you know. What is it? Thoughts and opinions of this channel does not reflect behind the oh, scenes podcast man. any sort of way. You have to bleep out. You have to bleep <laughs> out that anyway. But um, uh, like I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to make a point here, bro. Like, oh man, it's kicking in, here, bro. But um, uh, <laughs> but no, nah, like I'm I'm and and I don't want to spend too much more time on this. But this is just kind of one of those interesting things that I want to hear what y'all got to say. Right. Because just think about how many stand up comedians were actually funny, bro. Like and I think that it's changed to where in this era of everything being put in the microwave. Has any other like type of entertainment been affected in the same way that comedy has in general? Because I think that comedy has has been the casualty of what it is that Donovan was talking about earlier. And then we can get into some stand-up comedians after that. But how do y'all feel about that? What's y'all take on that? Go ahead, D-Smith. You, you go. You go. I'm, I'm, I'm still thinking. Well, no. Right, I, think, I can't think of... I can't really think of anything that's been a bigger casualty than that. You know what I'm saying? As far as in this country and the way we view things. You know? Like, I I just can't think of it. You know what I'm saying? I can't really think of anything else that has kind of been bastardized as much as comedy. You know what I'm saying? And it just kind of shows certain people's senses of humor in terms of what they actually think is funny, bro. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's fucking funny anymore, dog. Mm-hmm. That's like the well, fifth time I said that. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I would agree with you. And also, I guess some some comedian. Uh, 
here we go. Um, some of the comedians may feel threatened because the woke people oh, are stuff with their political career. I ain't going to go too deep into it. The uh, woke people are ruining stuff and you got you can't you got to be politically correct. And maybe that that intimidates other people from saying or doing anything about it, which might be a, a contributing factor to that. Okay, but but other than that, I ain't really got nothing else. Everything you said is on point. And plus, there's okay. so many people just trying to get out there and shuck and jive and dance for the camera with social Ooh. media. Oh, man, man. <laughs> with, <laughs> with social media, that it's, 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 never, it's never been more easier to just use your smartphone and say something stupid to make right. people laugh. And, and you know what? There's one Donovan. You already answered that question, so I'm not. I'm not gonna put you through having to repeat yourself, Bradley, because you made a good point. Um, So like like we were saying after that brief intermission, um, as far as stand up comedians go, bro, like I know people think like Cat Williams is a fucking winner in this in this thing, bro. Like think about he was on top through the mid two thousands, right? Right. Hit, hit rock bottom, had some things happen, won an Emmy award for one episode of Atlanta. And is still doing his thing on stage. Like, Hat Williams is actually a very good on-stage comedian, bro. You get, I, you get insight and you get entertainment from Cat Williams. I don't think there's been a bad Cat Williams stand-up comedy show, bro. I can actually watch his stand-up and really come away from it with something, bro. On the real. Like... Cat Williams is a guy that really knows what he's doing and is a student of his craft in terms of stand-up comedians, bro. I got I, I fuck with Cat Williams, dog. For real. Yeah, I do too, man. I, I, I rock with Cat Williams. I I like a comeback story. I mean, especially when huh? you know everyone kind of throws you aside and say, Oh, he's done. He's he, but he had a good comeback, man. I'm 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 glad he came back. I'm glad he's doing his thing, man. And um, I mean, cats. He he definitely should be regarded as one of the top top people to do it for sure. Fuck with D.L. Hughley as well, bro. D.L. Hughley. Mm-hmm. D.L. Hughley doesn't apologize for nothing, bro. No, uh, he does not. He does, and he will get uh, out that on that stage with that drink in his hand too. Uh, and hey, you went to a show. Did he roast anybody in the crowd when you went to that show? Yes, yes. As as you said, thank God I was not in the front row. Oh man, you gotta be a good sport to be in the front. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was going. He was going. He was going ham on like two couples. (laughs) (laughs) And 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 it was New Year's Eve, so he had his drink. He had his drink, and he spilled his drink. Drink a little bit. I was like, oh "Oh, man, he 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 been hitting (laughs) it. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing like getting roasted. But he was, but he has in front of a comedian. Mm-hmm. You gotta but take it, bro. Step. He hasn't lost a step for the most part. Yeah, he's still good. All right. 
I think Bill Burr. Bill Burr is actually a funny guy too, man. Oh like, yeah, he's right. bro, he's bro. I lo- I love Bill Burr. I love Bill Burr. Even if he, he even if he is from even if he is from Massachusetts, you know what I mean. I fuck with Bill. Burr. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, man. Hey, that's, at some that's point, it. I got to go to one of his shows. Hey, man, what you that's, saying, that's, that's, that, that accent, man, ain't too bad with him though. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's not. But, um. But yeah, bro. Other, I don't know. I mean, obviously Dave Chappelle. But other than that, I mean, I still think Chris Rock. I I still think Chris Rock has his spot solidified as an on stage comedian, bro. I mean, I don't think Jamie Foxx will never get back on stage and tell jokes. But Jamie Foxx is pretty good too, bro. I yeah. never got into Kevin Hart stand up though. But were y'all yeah. gonna say something about Jamie Foxx, sir? Am I, I reaching with I, that? I've never seen Jamie Foxx do stand up. I, I, I haven't seen him do it since the 90s, and the money he makes now, he, he don't have to get back up on stand-up. No, he'll never stand-up. do that again. He's a full foot jacker, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Uh, I feel like we're missing somebody. There's I feel a like lot, we're missing somebody. But... No, one in particular that we're missing. Uh, Eddie. Eddie Griffin. Was... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I fucks with him. He needs to. He needs to do more because he needs to stand up again. Because I still fucks with him when I saw yeah, when I saw him. Year, yeah, he he's still funny. He got he still got uh, that deaf that deaf comedy jam step in him. So I, I mentioned this earlier in the Discord, bro. Before we wrap it up, man, who's on your team in a roasting session, bro? <laughs> 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 like who's, oh, who's gonna, who? Who is gonna who, who is gonna get you out of dying in a roasting session, bro? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh shit, dude! Uh, Deesman, did you see the roster? Because that definitely will help you out. Uh, you didn't see the roster? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Damn, yet. what was that shit? Oh, was it topics? It, no, it was, it, in, it, it was in it was it was in the fantasy booking section. Oh, fantasy booking, Discord, bro. Just okay, go ahead and take a quick. Take a quick look at that, bro. I'm gonna re-upload I'm it. Gonna look I'm gonna right in, uh, okay, yeah, go go ahead and check it out, man. Because I like, have my I have my three. Who who are your three again, man? I think my three, and it's hard to narrow it down to three. And I'm damn, gonna go off bro, these are good ones. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go off of what I've seen and and what I've heard, bro. But before mm-hmm. we do that, I'm gonna say this: I never thought that Kevin Hart was funny in terms of his jokes but if y'all get a chance and i'll put this in there listen to the roasting session between kevin hart and jb fox bro oh my Mm. (laughs) oh man kevin hart was it was it was like one on five bro and and he he went in there and got and got them up out of there bro like he really got them to fuck up Like and Jamie Foxx then roasted some people too, bro. Like badly, but mm. if if I had to pick three off of that list, man, I'm going with Robin Harris, B.L. Hughley, and let's see here, roasting session. Robin Harris, D.L. Hughley. Uh, I need a wild card in there too, bro. Hmm. Robin Harris, D.L. Hughley, 
and give me Cedric the Entertainer, bro. He wasn't uh, in that picture. Okay. Give me Cedric the Entertainer, because I think I think Cedric the Entertainer can, can come in there and like drop some bombs. But Robin Harris is gonna be like my heavyweight guy. Okay. D.L. Hughley is gonna be my backup, and I think Cedric the Entertainer can just come in with the ad libs and get some people up out of there, bro. <laughs> I bet, bet, bet. No, that, that's a good three. That's a good three, man. I think my original. Go ahead. Because you mentioned Eddie Griffin, I don't. And I, yeah, well, go ahead, bro. <laughs> no, I, I had Eddie Griffin. I, I'm, I'm like old school, man. I don't know. I, I picked Red, I picked Red Fox. I picked Paul Hall, <laughs> and I picked Eddie Griffin just to get someone more modern in there. You know, just to hype it up, or whatever, and, and finish up the job. But I don't know, man. There's old school growth sessions where it's just more subliminal, more. I don't know, man. You know, this just <laughs> when the old guys just go at it, man. They go at it, man. That shit. Oh, oh, oh yeah, man. oh yeah, like dogs, bro. <laughs> dogs, be ruthless as a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. But if I was to pick this, that that's the first draft. If I was, if I was gonna pick, if someone was on the bench, I guess courtside trying to get in the game, I'd have D.L. Hughley, D.L. Hughley backup. All right. Um, I'll go Cat Williams. Oh, and oh, I'll do Bernie yep. Mac. That'll be my second team. Oh, oh. that'll be my second team. Bernie <laughs> Mac, Cat Williams, and D.O. Hughley. Yeah. You uh, can't go wrong with this roster, though. It's just no, so many. Dude, all bro. of them are practically fire. So I, I this is going to be hard. I, I'd have to go with uh, Eddie Griffin, Bernie Mac. Oh. Uh, Paul Moody, Paul Moody, <laughs> and then Cat Williams would be my, I guess, my substitute, substitute. if one, if something was to happen. Oh shit, man, dude! If there's someone right. actually make a game out of this, like pick your comedian <laughs> to roast, mm-hmm. and you actually pick like the lines and shit like that, dude, that'd be fucking nice. Because <laughs> I mean, do y'all think? I mean, I think Charlie Murphy was probably a cold motherfucker in a roasting session, bro. Mm-hmm. He was probably more. Oh damn! Smart. I forgot about Eddie. Damn it! But I don't think this is thing though. Like I don't know. Like do y'all really think Eddie Murphy could really get on somebody in a roasting session, bro? In the eighties, yes. <sighs> now, no. Like I, during his raw days, yes. But now, no. Because, cause I mean, I'm just trying to think about like. You know what I'm saying? If if they if we in the barber shop and somebody is like, "Hey oh, Jack, okay. man, hey Jack, what's up with them shoes? Then get them shits up out of here, right?" Mm-hmm. And, and like, who who am I calling up to just be like, "Hey man, help me out real quick"? You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know. Oh, okay. Like, like, Mac like, then. like Bernie <laughs> Mac would be my number one pick because yeah. I know he would defend me. Because I know I know Eddie Murphy is a funny guy. I know Martin Lawrence is funny as well. Like, yeah, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they could really get it in in a roasting session, bro. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. if Dave Chappelle can really like do the roasting session, bro. Like, that's that's a different skill set. You know? What yeah, I mean? it is. It is. It's the it's the equivalent of uh, it's battle comedy in a way. Right. Right. Like I my like Cat Williams kind of did Steve Harvey foul back in the day, bro. Like, bad. Mm. Right. But like 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it, it, like you said, it's like battle rapping a little bit, you know? Yeah. Like, and and I think and, and Jamie Foxx, Kevin Hart, like they can get in there and get on somebody. Chris Tucker could probably get on somebody. I think mm-hmm. Eddie Griffin, Eddie Griffin would smoke somebody, smoke Most somebody's boots. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that. So we going with that. Those are y'all squads, bro. Mm-hmm. That's a squad. I feel like Dave Chappelle would need some prep time. Some of these guys, if you give them a week mm-hmm. prep time, it's on for sure. Um, but yeah, that's 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 my team, man. That's my team. Man, it's it's tough though, ain't it? It's shit tough, huh? It's tough. It is tough, bro. Like honestly, some of these guys, I don't even really. Um, I'm not really familiar with. To be honest with you, I have to look some of them. Oh up. man, I- I'll shoot you some shit, but I still think. I think Patrice O'Neal would probably be unbeatable in a roasting session, bro. I think he oh, would. Oh, yes. Yes, Omega he would. Level, Omega mm-hmm. level roaster. Like, up there with, like, Robin Harris. Like, mm. that, that's how I look at well, this. Well, thing, he. Mm-hmm. Well, he was the uh, uh, player hater from the Chappelle show. Um, so <laughs> let us not forget that he was <laughs> an official, no doubt. <laughs> Play a hater, <laughs> yeah, bro. But I think we could revisit this here too, man, because comedy is always gonna be there. But I'm, I'm glad we got to kind of chop it up. We might have got a little long winded, but you know, on to on to the next red, Donovan. What's on yeah. your mind, brother? Oh, I, got some I got some shit to get off here too, but you got it, brother. You okay, got it, okay. I'm sorry. I I I don't know, bro. <laughs> I like the the liquor has definitely kicked in, but all I want to say is this right here. Matter of fact, this is just a question I want to ask you right here. All right, go ahead, man. I mean, we are we are all, we are more than halfway through the year of 2022, man. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things have happened up to this point. Uh, the the only question I want to ask you is if there is a if there is one thing for the remainder of the year that you are looking forward to in this medium that we're occupying, like looking past all of the things that have happened in seven months of 2022, we've gotten Moon Knight, we've gotten Miss Marvel, we've gotten Doctor Strange, Thor, Ragnar, or Thor, Love and Thunder, excuse me, we've gotten the Batman, we've gotten. <laughs> So many things happening in comic books. We've gotten, you know, the end of The Walking Dead on 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 TV. We a lot of things have happened in 2022. We've gotten Kendrick Lamar dropping another album. You know what I mean? Yeah, allegedly, yeah. allegedly, mm-hmm. King's Disease Three is supposedly coming out this year unofficially. You know I mean, supposedly, I still I still hear about it. Yeah, I'm still waiting. <laughs> Is there any singular thing? I mean, fucking Uncharted came out in February, riding the momentum of No Way From Home. Is there anything in 2022 that you're still looking forward to between now and the end of the year, bro? Well, nope. Nope was pretty much <laughs> the last bit of, like, excitement to go for anything, uh-huh. really. Um, 
nothing. There's nothing comic book wise. There's nothing streaming wise. Uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to Prey. I'm looking forward to Prey. I'm hyped for it. But I would have to say the last bit would be Black Panther 2. Wakanda Forever. Oh, that, is, yeah. that is the one where I'm like. I, and they did us. They did us kind of dirty there too. Like that's coming out prime time school year. November. Ah, I'm I'm going to see it though. I'm, I mean, going, I'm to going to see it. it. I, I don't know how they're going to accomplish it. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I uh, they, I think they're going to they're going to pull it off. Yeah, Ryan Coogler, Kevin Feige. I, I think they're going to figure out some kind of way to make this thing happen, man. So that that's it. That is my most. It ain't Avatar two. It's not nope. Black Adam. I mean, Black nope. Adam looks high, but I'm not. Nope. Sorry, but I'm not super hyped for it to be honest nope. with you. They gotta, they got I'm not going to see it. I'm oh, not shit. you're not gonna go see it at all. Okay, I'm not gonna have the time to go see it, bro. Right, um, right. the, the Woman King, I think I'll find a way to go see the Woman King in theaters. I think I'll find a way, yeah. I mean, but, not really hyped. I'm not really hyped about it. Intrigued, but yeah, not hyped. I wish that Black Panther Wakanda Forever was coming out in December. I wish that, like, mm. I kind of wish that they gave that the No Way Home spot mm-hmm. from, like, late December going mm-hmm. into the new year to kind of, like, clean up in that late 2022, early 2023 time period. But they gave it the, the November kind of Veterans Day Thanksgiving spot. I'm not mad at it, but... You know, it is what it is. Yeah, they they gave December to Avatar. Yeah, like, you're right. Oh, and it's and, in the water and the in the ocean and feel good. Oh my god! But I, I told you, I, I'm going to just go to Disney theme park and get high and just ride the Avatar ride. <laughs> better than IMAX. Nah, you're but. right. And, but I I agree with you. That's a good point. I think that um, I think either way, Wakanda forever. Is definitely gonna be a moment in 2021. Mm-hmm. People are gonna either either gonna love it or hate it. Mm-hmm. I think that the Woman King before the end of the year is gonna have a lot to say about that. I can't really add more than what you, D. Smith, and Charles added on to that. Like y'all gave great context into the good and the bad there. I'm gonna try my best to support that when it comes out. True that. Most, true that most definitely. I'm going to try my best to support that whenever it comes out. Um, There's a lot riding on Black Panther, too. Um, just going into the theater yeah. today to see Nope. Uh, they have the banner up, like a, a, a scroll little standy kind of thing. And, uh-huh. and there's a group of um, uh-huh. group like teenagers, white, teen- white teenagers, uh, boys and girls. And the girl walks by and she sees it, notices it's like, oh, my God, Black Panther, too. I mean, forever for this joint to come out. You know, probably never seen the trailer or anything like that. Like, there's a lot riding on anticipation. Oh. From 2018, there's a lot riding mm-hmm. on this thing, man. Like, from the hardcore so, to the casual, yep. there's a I, lot. I agree with you. Even, even from the speculation crowd. Speculation. Well. So, True. so let me ask you this here, right? Mm-hmm. We're right in the thick of um, Comic-Con weekend, right? Mm-hmm. It's Friday right now. Before Monday. <laughs> Before, <laughs> before midnight on Sunday, before, before 12 a.m. on uh-huh. Sunday night, do we get a trailer, a teaser? Do we get anything 
pertaining to Black Panther 2 before midnight on Sunday. Before, we get before July 24th, 2022. You think we get a teaser? We get the teaser. We get the, okay. the, the 30-second teaser. Man. It is anticipated. There's going to be some quotes. Man. The acknowledgement of Chadwick Boseman's uh, passing. Wakanda. Wakanda forever. And there's going to oh. be that included in it as well, saying we're not, it's forever. We're not going anywhere. We're going to remain strong. There's going to be that sentiment for sure. Okay. All right. So you referenced the, another movie here. I think this is going to be like, <laughs> I think this is going to be Return of the King, bro, in Wakanda. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think this I I really and it's uh-huh. fucked up because I got a work Veterans Day weekend. Ah oh, shit! So I probably won't get to see this until Thanksgiving. But whatever, oh, man. Yeah, like, stay off the internet. Yeah, I've been off Twitter for two weeks now. I just I logged into Twitter today <clears> for <throat> the first time in two weeks, and I'm probably gonna log out of Twitter tonight anyway. So I'll probably go see Wakanda Forever for Thanksgiving. But I think this is gonna be. Return of the King as a sequel instead of a trilogy. Mm. But I'm here for it. Like, either way, either way, I'm here for it, bro. But I, I agree with what you're saying there. I think that that is the thing that I'm looking for. No, there's two things. But I mean, me personally, I'm looking forward to... I, I, I'm looking forward to the end of The Walking Dead, bro. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. I got to catch up for me to feel that hype. So it's going to take I'm some behind. time. It's going to take a lot of time for you to catch up. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to the end of The Walking Dead because by this point, the show is the show is inspired by the comic books, but it's not a one-to-one adaptation. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see how AMC can pull off ending the main show to a series while continuing with spinoffs to the main series. I might be, and to be honest with you, I'm probably not even going to get to watch. That. I'm, me and my wife are probably going to end up binging the episodes to The Walking Dead after they end, but I'm still looking forward to how it ends. And the bet, I don't give a, like, in December, when, when, the, the, when the semester ends, bro, and we talk about television in 2022, I'm just calling this right now, brother. I'm sorry. I know you don't got a lot of time. I don't got a lot of time, but I'm I'm putting my foot down in July right now. There is no TV show better than Better Call Saul that will air in the year 2022, bro. <laughs> better I Call I believe it. Better Call Saul hands down is the best television show of 2022. I'm saying that right now in July, and when we link up in December, I will be saying the same thing in December, brother. Better Call Saul is every bit as entertaining and engaging as Breaking Bad. And there are a lot of people that will tell you that Breaking Bad is the greatest TV show ever. Better Call Saul has transcended just being more than a spinoff prequel television series. Anybody that's listening to this show that has the time and the patience, please watch Better Call Saul. <laughs> please, 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 please. If you want to see a master class 
in acting, writing, and storytelling that is meant to be a supplement to another master class in writing, acting, and television. Please watch Better Call Saul. Like, the end of the year is going to be very interesting, brother. But it is. It is. I got my top. Here's my top three movies so far this year. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Number one, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I'm watching that very soon. Yeah, man. That's, my, mm-hmm. that's, that's still the best movie this year to me. Number two, Nope. Put number Ooh, two nope cool. tonight. Tonight, I'm putting nope up there. Number today. two today. Today, it's up there. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, number three, Doctor Strange two. I agree. That's I my agree. top three right there. Okay, so when y'all do this review tomorrow, bro, like please try to try not to do the spoilers, dog. Like tell no the Smith don't do the spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. Spoiler free tomorrow because we, we're gonna we're gonna upload it fresh. Um, top three TV shows. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Did you see Maverick? No, I ain't seen Maverick. I ain't seen Maverick. Oh, yet. All right, all right, that's fair. Maverick was probably like the popcorn movie of the year. I'll, like, what's your top three? What's your top three movies so far this year? I mean, look, what you got? I'm gonna be honest with you. I haven't seen Nope yet. Um, so you want to wait? <laughs> so I, I really want to wait, but okay. I think I don't think I don't think Maverick was the best movie that I've seen all year. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is where we got to look at this here. Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> that movie came out Memorial Day weekend, right? Right. They were running promo for. The 4th of July for a movie that came out Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's really think about this. In the mm-hmm. streaming era, what other movie in the pandemic era, what other movie was able to run promo for two major American holidays for a theatrical run? There's none other. That the timing on that shit was was hey I'm man. Sorry. That was that oh. was classic Americana filming kind of coming back. That has to count for something, brother. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Even if you don't like popcorn movies, even mm-hmm. if you don't like Tom Cruise, like yo, bro, look, dog. Top Gun Maverick was a damn good popcorn movie and it made a lot of money. Oh and yeah, crossed a billion. This is is Tom Cruise's biggest hit of all time. And and even with Paramount Pictures running promo for two Mission Impossible movies right before they come on, bro. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know. Top Gun Maverick is probably top five. I still haven't seen Sonic 2. Um but, like, I'm sorry, bro. We can't talk about movies that made an impact in 2022 without... I mean, I get it. Everywhere, everyone at once. And I know I fucked up the title. Artistically, that's the best movie of the year. I'm not going to dispute that. But we can't talk about movies that made fucking money and made an impact in the box office without talking about Top Gun. Now you're right. No, you're absolutely right. Like, we we really can't do that, bro. Like, Doctor Strange was a great movie. Thor Ragnarok was a B minus. And that's being generous because of the way that movie ended. But 2021 might have, like, 
by this point last year, I don't know, man. Like, the theater was looking better than it was looking now, dog. Like, you know what I mean? By this point last year, I was in the theater thinking, like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, shit, I just went to, you know what I mean? Suicide Squad was coming out. The Green Knight was coming out. Motherfucking Zola was coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, the Eternals was something to look forward to at the end of the year. Saints of Newark was coming out at the end of the year. No yeah. Time to Die was no coming out at die. the end of the year. No, you way, know? Home. no yeah. way Home. You know, I think it's going to keep continuing, but you know, your top three is probably the top three for the year of 2022. Yeah, I don't I mean, see anything topping that top. Top, top, top Gun, still, I got to go see it. I got to go see it because you're right. That was... Look, there's no other way to say it, and rightfully so. Top Gun was a movie moment for 2022. I remember just hearing people, casual people, like just people who don't normally go to the movies, they went to see this film. Like, and they talked about it amongst themselves. They talked, I heard it in restaurants, I heard it in stores. It's a very, it's, it's, it's a, it's, a, it's one of the last. I guess, and it's not, I'm not trying to make this a race thing, but it's like, it's one of the last, it's like a, a last classic Americana film. You know what I'm saying? I mean, saying? yo, Obi-Wan you know? didn't come out in theaters, so you're right. Yeah. These films are made for more of an international audience. Uh, you know, they're made for different box office, but Top Gun was literally like, this is for you, the American movie going audience who wants to go to movies, have a good time. It's a popcorn flick. It'll make you feel good. It'll make you patriotic. It's got a story to tell. It's got characters you care for. Here you go. And I think it's, I mean, I don't, you know, that's kind of what the film was, kind of like a throwback, a modern day throwback um, for their approach. And I think, I think that caught on to a lot of people and rightfully so. I think Tom Cruise and, and Paramount Plus deserved every buck they got because they delayed that shit for two years and timed that shit right to capture a kind of a moment. Uh, in the box office, but um, but I yeah, agree. I, I gotta go. I, I got that shit for sure. I gotta see no. that. Shit. I, I agree with you. I agree with you a hundred percent, bro. Like, I there's no dispute whatsoever for me here. Like, I know the mark of a, of a fairly good to decent movie when me and my wife can go to the theater and she stays awake through the whole movie. <laughs> So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> she stays awake through the whole movie. Like, I have no complaints at all on that end of it there, brother. You know what I mean? But on that note, I mean, look, man, I'm looking forward to hearing what y'all got to say about Note, man. And I'm really pissed off that I can't get to see it as it comes out. I logged into Twitter tonight, and mm-hmm. I'm jumping right <laughs> I logged into Twitter <laughs> just, to, just to see what the Vince McMahon scuttlebutt was, and I'm yeah. logging right. I'm logging right, <laughs> back out, bro. Right back out because I think, oh, Jordan, I think Jordan Peele got another one on the scoreboard. Man, oh yeah! He, oh hell yeah, he did, man. It, and, it, um, this is a movie. I, I, I still we we've seen our praises about Jordan Peele, but he's not. He hasn't missed yet, and it's oh. just. It was a surreal moment. It was just so great to go to the theater, people of all backgrounds and, and ages, watching mm-hmm. this film, trying to see this black family keep their shit together and triumph in the end. 
uh, in this cool horror film. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And everyone's rooting for these characters. It's just, I don't know how he does it, but he fucking does it, dude. And I don't see anybody else yep. drawing a crowd based on direction, based on writing, <laughs> based on production. When you going in this and you are going in for a full movie experience, it ain't special effects. It's not based on a movie, it's not based on a comics, not based on a novel, it's not based on a play, it's not based on a video game. Nope. It's original literally work. original work. And we're like, we want to see it. It's just, yep. it's fucking amazing, man. It really is. Man. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm, I am, I am look, if I got time to do it tomorrow, bro, if I have time, I'll try to jump in tomorrow night. But I sincerely hey. hope. That y'all don't get delayed and really get to record tomorrow, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah I mean? well, no spoilers tomorrow, man. Well, we're going to do it clean. We're going to do it clean. But, but no on, on that note, man, like this felt like an old school episode of Behind the Scene, man. I know it's, <laughs> it's late as fuck in Florida. I appreciate, yeah. you jump, I appreciate you jumping on. You know what I'm saying? To chop it up, bro. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, bro, this, this might be, this, I, I don't know. On the playback, it might be different, but so far, this is my favorite episode in 2022, bro. Like straight up, man. Man, you know I mean, hype from the movie. I had two cups of ramen coke, so I was feeling it early on. Anyway, man. Um, no, it was a good episode, man. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun tonight, man. Word up, bro. Word. I still got to upload your Mortal Kombat too. Oh, <laughs> because I literally talked to my friend. You know, I picked him up. We went to see Nope, and he. I brought up Mortal Kombat, and I brought up the fact that the original director is coming back for the sequel. And we had a discussion. I'm like, "Yo, my my boy, Uncle Jack, he literally fixed this whole shit with his second movie uh, spec script. You know, what I'm saying just this fan spec script he did." Uh, and he like fixed the whole thing, and he was like, "I told him a couple of your ideas, like, oh shit, like that, that makes it, that would work, like." And I'm like, "Yeah, man, I, I got, I gotta send it to you, man. I, I gotta upload that joint. I gotta do that one for the culture, man." Yeah, bro. But look, it's almost one o'clock in Florida, bro. Hey, get some, get some rest, bro. I'm gonna tap in with you tomorrow, dog. Be easy, man. We gonna, right. we gonna, let, let's, we gonna drop Craig, man. This is the behind the scene podcast. Establish 2022 hashtag don't sell it hashtag blame the liquor. All right, bro. I'm out of here, brother. Peace, man. Peace. I'll be (laughs) here.